Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and we are set up for a big one here on Saturday night when the Toronto Rock 8-2 take on the Rochester Nighthawks. Also 8-2, who are in a three-way tie along with the Buffalo Bandits for top spot in the Eastern Conference. The Rock will be looking to do some damage, get some revenge on the Rochester Nighthawks, who defeated them back on December the 10th in their first of two meetings this season. So a big one, needless to say, on Saturday night at First Ontario Centre, 7 o'clock. Tickets are still available. Not much left in the lower bowl, but you can get seats in the upper bowl. We've opened up five sections, I believe, now at this point in the upper bowl. And it's also country night on Saturday night, performing an acoustic set live at halftime will be country music superstar Tim Hicks. So lots going on. It is going to be worth getting out to First Ontario Centre on Saturday night. But, of course, if you can't get there, you can dial in the stream to the game on TSN Plus and watch via the TSN app and tsn.ca. So without any further ado, let's jump into our interview here this week on Toronto Rock Total Access. The boss, owner, president, and general manager of the Toronto Rock, Jamie Dowling. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and I'm now currently joined by the owner, president, and general manager of the Toronto Rock, Jamie Dowick. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. And today on the podcast, I wanted to kind of uh, go back in time a little bit. Of course, we just had alumni uh, night as well uh, a few weeks ago here on February the 18th um, when we played Georgia. But a lot of times there's some stories that maybe we haven't told in a little while. And sometimes, you know, there's new people listening and they may not know you know, how certain things came to be, let's say. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about the origin story of your ownership with the Toronto Rock and just how that all started. So to begin with, you don't want to talk about the huge game we got uh, oh, well, tomorrow, we, right? <laughs> that's later. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. That's later. Let's okay. start with the passwords. So I guess I would just want to start off with even before ownership of the Toronto Rock, what was your connection and relationship with the game of lacrosse? Well, okay, so I didn't really have one up until maybe, um, well, whenever the, whenever really, I guess the Rock came into existence um, and, and played at Maple Leaf Gardens in 99, right? Um, I, I didn't know about lacrosse really growing up. Um, and a buddy, good buddy of mine from high school who, who, uh, funny enough, you know, now lives in Calgary and love to get together, you know, a big rock fan still. But anyways, he had season tickets back then and he, he took me to a few games there and of course, you know, loved it. It was great. It was the place I'm sure you were at some of those games and, and it was a heck of an atmosphere. So. Um, followed it along. Good friend of mine, uh, a very good friend of mine that I, that I kind of met around that same time, um, is Dan and Paul Dawson's brother-in-law. Um, so at that point, you know, I kind of really got into kind of following the game a little bit and following Dan along and, and Polly and, and how they were doing and stuff like that. And, um, you know, always, always wanted to, 
was intrigued by the NLL and, you know, owning a team in the NLL, you know, but I wanted, if I was ever going to own a team, it had to be in my hometown. I wasn't going to own a team in another city. And, you know, to me, the Toronto Rock was, you know, to, uh, on the outside looking in, very successful and, you know, on the floor, off the floor, I assumed, and all these things. And, um, you know, one day, really, it was one day um, that I got a call from Dan Dawson, and he told me that he heard he had heard that that the Toronto Rock was for sale, and if uh, if I wanted to, he would just kind of connect me with someone to talk to, and then let that go from there. And you know, here we are, fourteen years later, whatever. Dan finishing his career here in Toronto, it's kind of like come full circle so to speak and uh you know hopefully we can tie it up and put a ribbon on it at the end of the day so this uh call from dan dawson comes i'm guessing sometime in 2009 yeah it would have been too it would have been in the uh it was probably around it was probably like june 2009 i actually got a speeding ticket while i was on this call to be a big (laughs) one Thank God, back in the day, you were allowed to talk on your phone there. But I, I'm, I was coming home from one of my kids' like track meets out by the airport or something like that. I was on the 407 in Cass, a little convertible, and I was going like 40 kilometer. I was going like 140, and I was focused on the call. Like I had the call, I was focused on the road ahead of me, whatever. Talking to Dan for about a couple minutes, and and. Uh, Finally hang up the phone, look up in my rearview mirror, and there's cherries going, I guess, on the speaker. <laughs> I pull over. I get a huge ticket. He wasn't happy. He said he'd been following me for a couple kilometers. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I think it was Josh who was with me, funny enough. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and, and, and then it, it came together pretty quickly. Um, you know, the situation today with myself owning the team versus what the ownership what situation was prior to me from the original group and very different there was i don't know there was a lot of guys and 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 so it's just operationally different so um you know i hey like i said 14 years later i mean i couldn't be happier um with with my decision and and my passion for the team and everything is is you know as high as it's ever been and and um you know you know what i'm all about and and um it's 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 been you know hey what i want to say in 2009 were were all three boys already playing all three of your boys Josh, Luke, and Jake, were they already playing lacrosse at that point? They had just started to yeah. all play. Like 2009, Josh would have been nine. Um, so they were, they were, they were into it. Like they played the junior peanut or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and then Josh got into the rep, but like, I think he didn't play the first year, whatever that is. If it's tyke, mm-hmm. he didn't play like when they were minor tykes. He didn't, yeah. we, we, that was when we were introducing him to, you know, lacrosse. And then in that second year, he started, you know, getting involved in that. And then the other two kind of followed along. So, um, yeah, that whole time frame lacrosse and everything really kind of took over our family's lives. <laughs> 
Now, looking back from where things have come since yeah. 2009, it is pretty incredible. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of things, I will say, which you know, have to do with, I think, this building in general and the Toronto Rock Athletic Centre that we uh, sit in here today. But um, when you took over the team in that summer of 2009, you know, when did these visions start to take place of you know, what you wanted this team and this really this business to become in terms of when did the track when did the track itself come on the radar in your mind and when did that kind of all start to happen because that is really you know this building itself has you know changed the toronto rock as it was you know once known and also just changed lacrosse in this area in general like when did that become a vision and how did it become a reality uh, well, it's, um, you know, I think the with the practice, let's call it, it's turned into the track. But the, I think right away there was always the, okay, now that you know we're going to buy this team, we have to have a home, and you know, Scotiabank was never our home. Um, you know, we 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 used to, be, you know, what the situation was there. We just didn't have a place we could call home, and and really. What this place was going to do was it was going to give us a home, give us a permanent locker room, give us a floor that we could use in here. And, you know, maybe the part of it that I kind of underestimated and whatever with the whole thing was, you know, in my opinion, the impact it's had on the game of lacrosse and, and the things we're able to do by having, you know, what I believe is the best, best lacrosse-specific facility in the world. Like, um, I... I think it's it's been great for that but I think we all I always felt like that was something like and we got on it pretty quick like well right away really I mean as soon as that was done it was like okay got to find a piece piece of land um got this vision and and whatever and you know I was talking to someone the other day and I said like um well, what are we here 12 years in here yeah, it would have been. I mean, the first event that was here was September 2012 in the NLL Combine. Okay, so like you know, 11. You know, for some, for for not ever doing something like this before, there there isn't too much I would change. Like, I mean, we've obviously made a few modifications and whatever, but I don't more so than changes, um, additions, I would call them, and things like that. But. Um, yeah, listen, uh, it's all about the game. It's all about the game of lacrosse and, and uh, you know, the Toronto Rock and, and the way that we like to represent the organization. It, it's been an incredible ride, really, when you think about what, and, and even just, I know when I started working for the team in the fall of 2010, just from the office over on the North Service Road around the corner, not too far away, ironically, funny. I we guess. We drive right? by it's, it all the time, yeah, right? And, like, and you don't even, I don't even think about us just ever been... being there almost, right? It was kind of a, a pretty short time for me anyways at that other office. It just seems like it's almost always been here. But I can remember just things about, um, you know, you, me, and uh, – another former colleague just sitting in my office when we were batting around names for the building, because at the time, like you say, it was the Toronto rock practice facility. Mm -hmm. And we thought we need a name for this place, but we were in here before it was ever called the track. Yeah. Like it didn't actually have that name until, 
you know, a little while after uh, we had kind of started to, you know, put up shop here. But I mean, when we talk about the first event, I mean, it's just, it's kind of cool sometimes to reminisce about these types of things, because I think even just, I remember when the turf was getting laid down and it was frantic to make sure it was going to be ready for that NLL combine and that first event in here and how excited we all were to, to kind of be in here. Um, yeah. I mean, so again, now I think we maybe look to the future a little bit here and, you know, what do you see the vision for this team in the next five years, 10 years for the business? What else is going to be going on here at the track? Um, you know, the turf field is something that was added here, but, um, you know, in terms of the Toronto rock, we, we've had a relocation we've dealt with here from Toronto to Hamilton. And, and we know obviously the first Ontario center is going to be going through some renovations, but, you know, what do you see, you know, the vision for this team over the next three, five, ten years? Well, we just, you know, we want to continue to be very successful um, on the floor. I mean, that that's a huge part of owning a sports team for me. If, if you, you know, the one part, if you're not trying to win, then I don't know why you own, own a sports <laughs> team. So, um, you know, that's obviously uh, huge being successful on the floor and winning championships. And it's tough. Um, it's, you know, obviously made it to two finals in my first two years. Felt like we should have won them both. Won the second one. Um, but, it, you know, to get back more teams, all that, it, it's super challenging. So to be, to be, I mean, obviously the goal is to win every year, but to be super competitive and be one of those teams that, you know, and then you got to, you know, everything's got to go your way to get that done. So that and 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 do it the right way. It's very important to me that you know we carry ourselves the right way on and off the floor. And and I'm really proud of the logo and the brand and all that stuff. And and I and we, you know, T taught me this. And and not that I didn't believe it maybe before that too. But it's it's just the way you rep you wear that logo and represent it and you know what you do you know, reflects who we are and stuff like that. So that's super important to, uh, to me. And then, you know, Hamilton, well, uh, Hamilton's been great. I really like, it's been super great. I, I, I we might be trending towards our biggest crowd ever there this weekend. I, yes. know yeah. I haven't been around too much. So over the last little bit, so I'm not like, totally dialed into whatever, but, um, when I saw what was going kind of on there, I was very pleasantly surprised. And, and, you know, the, this is a, we have a huge game this weekend and, um, but more going forward, you know, it, it's going to be a shame that we're going to have to, you know, get out of that building for a bit, little bit and, and let them renovate it. And, you know, we're going back. Uh, that's, that's home now. Hamilton is home and, and this, uh, you know, this hiatus is not great, but we'll deal with it and put, put the best spin on it we can. And, um, you know, so that, that's the only thing right now that's kind of like, I feel like we're really gaining a lot of momentum there. The crowds just keep itching up, itching up. And, and I can tell you, it's, it has a huge impact on that, on the team, the lower bowl packed and into the upper bowl. I mean, it, it is a great atmosphere. So, if we can add a few more here and there, it really just going to amplify that. So we'll just continue, you know, the business, the, the league's changing a bit. We're, we're 15 teams. 
uh, new commissioner who, uh, you know, I, I, I believe in 100%. And um, so excited, I think exciting times for the NLL. I think, you know, hopefully we can make a big step from a league standpoint, you know, in the, in the coming future on a, on a bunch of different topics and areas and this and that and continue to put this great product on, uh, on the floor and get it in front of more people and you can't the product's the best and um you know right now focused on saturday tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well i will say this that you know my time around you know the team here it's i really haven't seen the players as excited on a week-to-week basis to play at home as what we're going through right now the guys i mean obviously we see them around here all the time at the track and that's been the situation for a long time but um just the excitement level on the guys to play at home and in front of the fans and the connection i think that's happened with the fans here too in hamilton it's like nothing you know we've ever experienced here before with the rock uh it's a pretty special time and the winning is not a bad thing either. And, you know, won almost every game the team's played <laughs> in Hamilton. There hasn't been too many uh, losses. And obviously we want to get into this game this weekend against Rochester and how everything is kind of sorting out here at the top of the East conference standings and how the schedule lines up and you got a chance to take care of your own business here with, you know, still this game against Rochester, two more against Buffalo and the remaining schedule, all three of the teams at eight and two. This is really a, a fantastic storyline for the NLL and everyone involved here coming down the stretch is it's it's go time here. Like, you know, it's put up or shut up. You got to win games here. And I'm sure that probably excites you too, right? Going into this weekend that there's there's a lot to play for and a big crowd, you know, expected on Saturday. There's a ton to play for. I mean, um, I believe if we want to finish first in the Eastern, Con- I know we have the same record right now, and we still have eight games to go. But you know, um, having lost the first game already to Rochester, if uh, if we want to win the finish first in the Eastern Conference, Saturday night is uh, a must-win game because if you if you drop it to them, you know you're a game behind them plus a tie. You're essentially two games behind them, and. Um, you know, we have a much tougher schedule, I would say, down the stretch than, than Rochester does. Um, so it, this is a huge, huge weekend for us. Not only, you know, yeah, the focus is Saturday night in Rochester, but we're going to turn around and, and pl- go down to Philadelphia on, Saturday, on Sunday and, and play there Monday night, which is a different thing for us. And, and then turn around and come back here and play a few days later. So this is, you know... Uh, to me, a very big three-game stretch here in eight days where, you know, you can kind of define our season. And if you come away at the end of those three games with three more wins in a row, I think, you know, you really are uh, in a position where you are control your own destiny with Buffalo a couple times left on the schedule and, and things like that. So, I mean, that that's... You know the truth. <laughs> you know real, the 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 focus and like I mean it's Saturday night. It's Rochester. This is a big game. They they beat us down there in, in their barn, and we didn't like the way we played. And and uh, you know I wasn't I've been out of town. I wasn't at practice this week. You know I think it. I think you'll see our team show up tomorrow night, and uh, you know show everyone what what we are and what we have. 
Thoughts on the Monday night game? Kind of like it. Yeah, I don't mind it either. Just uh, there'll be a lot of eyes on it. Yeah, it's outside I, the regular scope of things, you know. It's, is it tele? No, is it? It's just on the plus. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I like it. Like these. It would be great if we could ever, you know, do that. Like just Monday night. Yeah, once the NFL is over, yeah. eight p.m. Eastern. You know, like you've got to have a, I think, a set time so you know everyone yeah. knows that every Monday night um, that there would be a game at you know eight p.m. I, I think it would be great. I you know every team would probably have to commit to a couple, um, maybe one one road, one away. I don't know the math. Um, it probably wouldn't even be that. So um, it might mean everyone one or two games uh, a year I don't I, I don't mind it at all I think you know obviously the big hurdle I think players and jobs and yeah you know um, but from my standpoint I, I quite like it um, I'm looking forward to it it's uh, you know that's what I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing I want to quickly touch on here was just uh, there is a stadium game, an outdoor game coming up this weekend. Um, you know, I think this could open the door potentially for this to happen again somewhere else, depending on the success of it. What's your thoughts of uh, potentially maybe in an April Border War, Buffalo, Toronto game around these parts. What maybe? do they say? April showers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, listen, it's very, it's a very risky thing to do. Weather, just weather yeah. wise alone, anywhere, um, even even San Diego. I mean, um, who knows what that weather is going to be? And yeah. Could it be too sunny? Too, you know, like. I don't know how that's going to all play out. I'm excited about it. I think it's it's great. I know that they put a lot of work and effort into it. I'm sure they'll have a probably get a good crowd out there. I'm looking forward to to watching and and um, seeing what it's all about. I, there's a it's just every in every market it's it's very very different. Um, you know, I like where we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, right. I don't see it in the, yeah, like it, right now, I don't see it happening for us in any yeah. situation. Um, but, you know, things change, I guess. You never know. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap this up. You've said it a couple of times that you've been away a little bit recently. So, how is the golf game? Every time I've talked to you recently, you are in between, in between rounds. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> The golf game is as dialed Strong, in, dialed yeah. in as it ever has been. I've uh, put, put it this way: I've, I've put a lot of work into it, uh, and that's not on the range. So no, it's 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 been great. It's been great. Yeah, I've uh, we had a bye week, obviously, so they gave me an opportunity to get away for a little bit and get and um, you know I was obviously away for a little bit before that too. So it's been good though. Um, you know, but we got a nice. We're, we're, we're ready to go here. We're back for a while. And uh, we got a big stretch coming up here at games. Have you ever played more golf over that many days in no, your life? No, no I was oh, I was playing a lot. But it's good. Yeah, well, it was great. It's good. <laughs> Do I have a tan? You're a bit bronzed, yeah. yeah. Sunscreen, you know. Oh, yeah. Stay safe. 
All right. Well, it's good to have you back around here. And of course, a big one uh, Saturday night and then uh, followed by a big one Monday and then just get ready to do it again the following Saturday. So it's a, one of the busiest stretches I think uh, this club's had uh, in quite some time. It's the only back-to-back on the schedule, right, this year. So um, Country night. Country night, Saturday night. You looking forward to Tim Hicks performing yeah, at halftime? I am. Um, I know my, my boys are uh, – Luke, he's pretty fired up. He's a big country guy, and when he heard uh, he was here, he was uh, super excited that it's reading week for school, and he's He'll in town. He'll be ta- in attendance. He'll be in attendance. Right. He's, he's super <laughs> pumped. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, been back for – 24 hours but you can kind of it's a bit of a buzz and um let's go all right okay well thanks jamie we'll do this uh sometime down the road between uh, golf swings all right sounds good all right that was toronto rock owner president and general manager jamie dowick we'll take a short break here on toronto rock total access and wrap it up in a moment Back to wrap things up here on Toronto Rock Total Access. Jamie Dowick, thank you very much for stopping by and having a quick chat. We know Jamie's been uh, away a little bit, as he's mentioned, but he is uh, just as equally fired up as the rest of us are about Saturday night's game. And, of course, on Monday, the Rock will also travel to Philadelphia to take on the Wings. Both games will be available to watch on TSN+. Plus. That's tsn.ca and the TSN app. Games you don't want to miss here as the Rock have a chance to winning run their winning streak to eight games and then potentially even to nine games all over the next few days with games on Saturday at home and Monday on the road. If you do want tickets for Saturday night, they are still available. Not much left in the lower bowl, as I mentioned off the top of the show, but you can get a ticket still to the game. There are great seats available in the upper bowl if you haven't checked out the view from up there. Why not do it on Saturday night in Rock City? You can get tickets at torontorock.com. Now, also, anybody who missed out on getting a country night pack that included the Rock City Cowboy hat, there will be a limited number of Rock City Cowboy hats available in the team store on Saturday night, but you're going to want to get there early. Another reason why you're going to want to get there early is because the first 4,000 fans in attendance will get a Toronto Rock country night t-shirt courtesy of our country night presenting sponsor cool bet canada so you'll want to get there early the doors open at 5 30 the first four thousand fans through the wickets will receive a t-shirt courtesy of cool bet and it's a pretty cool shirt no pun intended but stephen keogh little wanted poster we did up uh, that ends up on the back of it the keogh photo with the mustache and all that kind of stuff from back on media day has lived on the legendary status, but uh, you'll want to uh, get there early again if you want to get one of those t-shirts courtesy of CoolBet. Also, we should remind people, if they are looking for a spot to go before the games, you can check out Stonewalls in Hamilton. $5 Turf Monster beers, not only after the game, but also before the game. You can go to Stonewalls, grab a bite to eat before you head to First Ontario Centre, and you can get there early too, and then head over to the game early to make sure that you get one of those... Uh, Door Crasher t-shirts on Saturday night. Well, that will about wrap up this edition of Toronto Rock Total Access. Again, tickets available at torontorock.com. But in the meantime, and in between time, I am Mike Hancock saying we will chat next week.